Welcome to episode 179 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Righty guys, welcome along to episode 179 of I Am Talk with Coach John Newsom and Bevan James Iles. How you go, mate? Sensational, you? I'm losing my voice. You got the radio voice today. Oh, puberty's happening, mate. It's breaking my heart. Oh, well. Tough at the top. Tough at the top. I Am Talk is proudly brought to you by... Coffeesofhawaii.com The world's most amazing coffee. Athlinks.com The world's most amazing friends. And trybias.com. The world's most amazing specials. That's right. This is a beautiful thing, John. Okay, this week, what have we got happening in the show? Wait a second, I've got to find my show notes. They are here. Okay, first of all, we have news. We've got age group of the week. We've got a high five. We've got websites. There's a few websites, isn't there? Or it's one website that's got lots of yep. pages. Uh, Coach's Corner, what are you doing? Just a few quick tips, swim tips uh, for maybe more of the front of, pa- front of the pack athletes. Oh. We often focus on the, the first back time, back yeah. packers. We're at the front of the pack this week. Nice. And questions and answers at the end. News is brought to you by xtry.com. Check out xtry for the latest news, reviews, interviews with the stars. John, we've got some results. We've got some results. We had the Chesapeake, Chesapeake man at the weekend. Hopefully I got the pronunciation right. Uh, so it's a, not a massive race in the States, but it's uh, is well run. Chesapeake. Man. It's Chesapeake man. Yeah. Flip is going to get my get on my case again about this because we get it wrong every, <laughs> every year. year. <laughs> but anyway, um, good racing there. We had Brady De Hoist take it out in 9.37 from Ryan Jones, 9.49, and Arlene McCass. Just take that back up one more time. Arlene McCasty yep. in 9.51, and our rowing reporter on the spot, Flip. Hugo was 11th place and he took oh. out the 40 to 44 age group. Nice. Yeah. In 11th. PB as well. PB in 11th. Wouldn't it be awesome to put off for the PB when you're in the 40 to 40 age group? You know, like imagine if you could go and when you're 40, pull off a PB. Oh. I'd be, I'd, I think we'd be having a fairly good result if that was the case. You know, yeah. 8, 8.45. Yeah, that that's age. what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Nice. That'd be awesome, mate. That'd be yeah. sensational. I'm, it's your challenge. Okay. Yeah. Give, it, give it a go. And on the kill side of things. Uh, Kristen White took it out in 10-11. She dominated the dojo. 10-21. She, Good 40-minute lead. And she finished 10th overall, I think, or 9th or 10th overall. Anna Robertson, 2nd, 11-03. And Laura Straub in 3rd in 11-19. She finished 8th overall. Now, probably the, um, if we go to the show notes, Bevan, the interesting story of the day with this race is, is where the young fella goes and does uh, oh. Ironman each year. So uh, a young guy, what's his name? We've got his name here? Uh, Hunter Lissieu Yeah, so he's 15 years old He yep. was the youngest Ironman He did it two years ago and he was 13. 13 And two years ago he did it in a time of 15-27 He's come back two years later And he did 11-47 But probably the more interesting thing of note Was the fact he slid out of the swim For 8 minutes For 8 minutes wow. and, um, and Flip is, is usually one of the uh, better, swimmers. better swimmers and uh, he just he just he was just so far in front. It wasn't even funny. Apparently, he's doing saying that he's training with Michael Phelps. Um, but that, and Michael Phelps is another league again. But still, yeah. to lead out the swim by uh, by that sort of margin, that sort of age is uh, is pretty crazy. But I don't know. I don't. I, I still. I mean, it's, 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 young, it's interesting. It? It's far too young. And he's actually uh, we had another article somewhere. Yeah, he was he's trying to promote the idea of um, child obesity. So he's trying to use whatever exposure he can get to help. 
awareness of child obesity in America and so you know he's obviously a young smart you know which, mature which is, young man which but is great but it's not good for your physiology of development yeah yeah it's his kind of man. development you know it's like I suppose it's, it's I suppose it's if he's just doing the race I suppose it doesn't probably do that much long term but it's term the training run. that goes alongside it isn't it but if he does Ironman sort of training that's I don't think that's a good idea well when you age. read the article on the obesity if you actually his family seems to be pretty hardcore trainers yeah. you know and that's how they roll you know and everyone just gets out and does it which <laughs> you know I suppose isn't a bad thing but yeah, yeah, it's a lot of work to be doing at that age isn't it, it? Is. yeah so anyway well done everybody who did that apparently it was a bit of an ordinary day in terms of uh, wind Was wind got up quite, quite strong on the bike um, so t- that sort of slowed so Events growing by twenty percent with the two twenty full distance people participating. So nice. Twenty different, twenty six different states. I think the other thing to think about with the kid as well, and this is probably we shouldn't really have to care about it, but also social development. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's like the swimming kids, you know, who yeah. just, you know, they kind of get to eighteen and they they lose them in the sport. I know swimming's not a long term sport, but they yeah. lose them because, and if anything, they they lose the love of sport because they get so sick of swimming. Mm. You know, and it's like. You know, it's, you're probably better off doing an Olympic-sized triathlon, you know, having good training, but also having mm. some time with your mates. So. Mm. Mm. Also, the Alba Man was on at the weekend. We haven't got any results of that. Uh, that's a race held off uh, the, the coast of Italy. And... Where's the Joyathlon Champ ones? Is it here? Yep. And not, not, not Ironman-related, but uh, there's not a lot of news going on. So the World Duathlon Champs were on at the weekend. We should always celebrate world champions in our sport. That's right. And it was held in the States. Is Joyathlon our sport? It's, it's, it's under the family. It's a cousin. It's, it's, it's a cousin. It's a, cousin. a long lost cousin. It's a poor cousin. <laughs> it's a poor cousin. But anyway, it's the one you don't invite to all the functions. Yeah. Sprint finish. Jared Schumacher from the states. He's actually a now. Triathlete. This is an awesome effort, eh? Because he was what? He was twenty seconds behind in the last five k's. He came back to get it by nose, didn't he? He, he, he uh, apparently had a bit of a crash or a mishap somewhere yeah, on the bike. the bike. And uh, yeah, he had to run. Back back tw- he was in twentieth position. Coming off the bike, he's a good athlete. He won one of the World Championships triathlon series races in Germany this year. He's a quality runner, and he's one guy that when we talked to um, Bobby McGee, you know, he mentioned him. He, yeah. He's 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 got a good history in running um, at a collegiate level for the states. And well, what was fascinating? They're saying that while most of these are, the, the, you know, the distances aren't that accurate. If if it was accurate, he would have yeah. been been the champion at the nineteen fifty two Olympic gold games. Yeah, Olympic games. He would have got gold medal for a five k. Yeah, so. so probably wasn't accurate. Oh, no, it was probably long. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but anyway, good effort on the girls' side of things. Um, Vendula Frentova took Another it out. Close race only took it by four seconds. Yeah, it's a drafting race these days, so it is going to be close. And it's only a five k run. It's ten k, forty k, five k. So it's always going to be pretty close. Yeah. That's good, exciting racing. Both the men got the same time. Mm. Mm. Okay, what else have we got here? We've got... Um, ba, ba, ba. Coming up, oh, we had the Augusta 70.3, and again, we're a bit thin on news, but it was interesting to see the, the Bennetts take it out. Family affair. Uh, Greg Bennett took the men's race. Does and he do many Laura Bennett. No, he does not do a great deal. He mainly sticks to the uh, Olympic distance. But good to see Chris Lee uh, having a good, strong race. Only 20 seconds back yep. in, in second place. Bjorn came off the bike first again, but kind of faded in the run. Got 10th. Yep. And interesting to see Desiree Ficker back in action and a little bit closer to the front of the field. So it'll be interesting to see how she goes in Kona, assuming she's racing. How do you reckon she- Bennett would go in Kona? Oh, he'd do pretty well if he trained for it correctly. He's he's a good all-round athlete, strong on the bike, um, so he'd, he'd be able to keep up, and he and he's a great runner. So I think I think he'd do well. Yeah. But he, he sort of stated. 
that you know it's fina- financially it's just not um, a decision that's worth making for him. We think no, come on, let's look at where Bennett's had in his career. You know, like he's he's thirty seven. He's he's kind of done it a lot. You know, like he's mm-hmm. made a lot of money from the sport. Mm-hmm. Is it is it really about money anymore? You know, like why why wouldn't you just go? You know what? I've made my money. Like he's not struggling, is he? No, but I think he he sounds like one of those guys who's very money. Driven, driven and yeah. and he, he, he's a racer. He loves to race. Yeah. Um, and and if you do Iron Man, you just can't afford to race as much. So I think he get, likes getting out there. You know, um, fifteen times a season or whatever, however many races he does, rather than uh, rather than two or three. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I would like to. And, see that, him and do I think the thing Kona. is, yeah, if we were talking about finances, we've discussed this before. If you win Kona, that's big kahunas. You know, yeah. you can make some some good money off that. But if you don't, if, if you, you don't, don't win, yeah, it's, it's, it's it's piss all. You know, you get a little bit, of, you get some prize money on the day, but but you don't get that long term you know, endorsements and so on. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this weekend we have got the Keating Two Two Six and Challenge Barcelona. So haven't been able to find out any, who's racing Barcelona. I know Hilary Biscay's racing on the girls' side of things. Um, other than that, there really isn't much information up on the the website. So, um, which is unusual because they're normally quite good at promoting the pros. Maybe no one's yeah. racing. Maybe it's yeah. a hopeless field. I'm, I'm sure they'll have some a good bunch of European second tier athletes, but um, hey, we're not we're not quite sure. Okay, and other news: Henning fractures his hand on the bike crash. So what actually happened here? I don't know much about this. I'm not quite sure. He just had a crash and he's he's fractured his hand. <laughs> so I've just, <laughs> That's I've just what you know. rephrased your sentence. <laughs> um, but I'm not happy about this because you're not happy that it. No, I'm, I'm pretty sure he won't be either. I'm disappointed in him. He's, he's poor, <laughs> he poor, bike, poor bike handling skills. So because he's so exciting, isn't he? My two big favourites that I thought could, could take the race Rasmus Henning and Andy Potts um, are now pretty much both unlikely to do because Potts crashed well. as well didn't he yeah so I think they're both still racing I'm not sure about Potts but Henning said he's still racing but it's, well, it's just, just the swim good. isn't it well no he can't uh, I'm not sure oh, if he's, he's gripping the bike, the bike. So I think he's on the indoor trainer for the for the bike so well he's got a week and a half yeah so he, he might be okay to, to race and I'm sure he'll go over there and he'll probably do okay but I, I think it's going to take that top edge off. You think? Yeah. If, you, yeah. if you're not 100, percent you're not going to take the race out. So I'm really disappointed about that because I thought those two guys, one of those two, would you be loving the eye to you guys coming through, that's weren't right. you? Showing us how men how it's done. So that's a bit of a shame. Yeah, you began it too as an athlete too. You know, obviously he's committed to doing this this year, and it, you know he does rank himself, and he should. It's kind of a pity that we lose that personality. And we also had uh, we talked about Rudka Bikia a few weeks ago having yeah. a crash as well. And apparently he's not racing, and he's going to go and do uh, Cozumel, which is a new iron distance race in Mexico, which is in November. Oh wow! Other news: We've got another iron distance race happening in Uruguay. Uruguay, so tryjuice.com if you want to go check out a race in Uruguay. I think that um, you know South American market is one that's growing. Ironman Brazil is, seems to be the only iron distance race that I'm aware of in South America, so great to see them getting another one. Great, and the Interbike porn all over the internet, John. Yeah. Go it's all to, over it. It is. It's, I think it's, it was obviously on uh, last weekend, uh, usually held in Vegas. If you go to... So you can check out all the latest models and all right. that kind of stuff. And you if go to you're Interbike. into that. Yeah. Some people what? Some people yeah. love that crap. Okay, triathlete model searches on again. So what's all this about, John? Are they trying to get a model for... No, each year triathlete magazine do their swimsuit edition, oh. and, um, and they're looking for models again. So when they're looking for models, are they looking for stars, or is it just anyone can be a model? A triathlete, hot-looking triathletes. They need oh. to be triathletes. That's we should submit. Well, I don't know if I'd, I don't think if my hair chest. I don't think my hair chest would sell a lot John, of speedos. You're bringing back the seventies look. That's yeah, true. You know, in the in the seventies, you that's would have been true. like a stud muffin. That's, you were born in the wrong time. The wrong era. The wrong era. Never mind. <laughs> Youngest triathlon world. Oh yes, we have to. Okay, hot topic of the week. Oh no, actually, one thing we were going to talk about was when we were talking about 
Last week we had a race we were talking about, which was oh a, yeah, I meant to. I thought I put that in there. Yes, did I? Anyway, it was uh, the red at the Red Man last weekend. Yeah, we talked about how it was the long distance championships, but it was actually only oh there it is, it's only the short distance championships or the half distance mm. championships in America. And the guy who won now, what is he going to say his name? But I was reading the article and I found it pretty interesting because the guy who won, who's caught like a fiftieth in Kona, uh, Tim Holler. Yep, you heard of him before? Yep, yep. So. He's obviously a pretty good athlete. He targeted this race and he dominated Dojo one by over 12 minutes. So he's an American champion now. But in the article, they're saying that um, Out, what is it? Outdoors Magazine or something? Yeah. Outside Magazine basically rated him as one of the 50th fittest real man athletes of all time. Those sort of, I mean, great. He's obviously very fit. He's yeah. won the race. But yeah. those articles, I mean, they're not worth the bloody paper they're written on. No, they're not. It's are they? just like, yeah. You put one of us on there saying we're one of the first people or something like that. We're yeah. going to do epic camp, so. Yeah. Well, maybe we should have submitted that to them. That's, I think we should. Maybe that should be our job, guys. As a team, we'll get John in the magazine next year. Because <laughs> you're a real man. You don't shave your chest. That's right. And you, and you don't like all that fluffy crap. No. So you're a real man. That's right. And you're pretty hardcore. But I wouldn't be, I wouldn't rate myself in the top 50, fast, then, fittest come on. 50 people in the world yeah, right now. You're probably fitter than Tim Holler. Well, or maybe not, not right, right now right in this now. moment <laughs> in time. But by the time next year's magazine comes out, that's our mission. We're going to get people to email outside magazine, and yep. you can be in it. And on the girl side of things, uh, Rochelle here took that race out. So last week we reported on the Iron Distance race, uh, and we thought that was a championship race. It wasn't super clear, but they also had half distance race, yes. and that was a championship race. Which Stupid question, but John, here won. who do you reckon the fittest athlete in the world is right now? Cadell Evans won the world... Uh, Cycling champs uh, yesterday or the day before. So you he think a cyclist is pretty fit? What about like a boxer? No. Heavyweight? No. Oh, really? David Tour couldn't run around the bloody <laughs> run around <laughs> the block five times. True. Like boxing, I reckon those guys are pretty fit. Have you ever done boxing? No. I know it's hard, but it's apples and oranges. yeah, yeah, chalk and cheese, chalk and cheese, chalk and cheese. Okay then, it's uh, discussion of the week this week, so we're actually going to keep on running the same one we did last week, uh, and we've got a few good ideas up there, haven't we? Yeah, well, should we mention a couple of them now, because okay, we need to pay a some time, so the discussion of the week is, what do you want to see John and Bevan doing in Kona? So maybe five things, and uh, we've got a number up there already, yep. uh, one of them suggested that John and Bevan race, uh, start their build-up for Kona for next year at the race, and unlikely that's going to happen, <laughs> uh, given... Yeah. Uh, current status uh, <laughs> in terms of uh, racing more races one for Bevan Pash Christy Wellington yep we'll, we'll get that oh, I'm uh, relationship. I'll, I'll kiss her yep. I'll give her a nice friendly kiss yep. there'll be no tongue yep. there'll okay. be no tongue at all because I'm in a relationship Th- this is a good one that um, uh, who was it mentioned scroll down a little bit there we go uh, Ben Greenfield was mentioning we should go along to try to get into the media the, the medical conference they always run that on the Friday before where the, is this right there this medical oh. conference is held, and they get a lot of the top um, medics along discussing, you know, what's going on and and, oh, Iron really? Man and and so on. So we'll see if we can get into that because Friday's likely to be a reasonably quiet day. Although I am hoping to go out and ride the back half of the course on Friday afternoon, yeah. um, but we might be able to squeeze something <laughs> in the morning. Um, but I don't think many pros are going to want to talk to us that day anyway. Uh, well, well, video interviews. I've, I've <laughs> the only problem with video interviews is I'm really keen on it, and, and I've got this little handy cam that takes really good video interviews. Got, yeah. And I bought a four good card for it, so yeah. before the trip, so I was kind of into it. So I got a nice kind of, I can make big videos. But when you go out to a pro and you say, "Can I do a video interview?" and you pull out your little handicap, <laughs> <laughs> do you think they'll think that's cool? I don't know. I've got a, I've got a proper hard drive. Oh, video oh, camera. bring that along, John. Yeah. That sounds a bit more serious. Yeah, yeah, I'm loving that. 
And we're not going to do... Uh, I'm not going to be putting a G-string on, as a number of people have mentioned. Because oh, the money hasn't come through. Yeah. Uh, John to reenact Van Vlerken's white uh, <laughs> tricep demonstration. <laughs> Maybe we should do that. Wow. We could do that in the shower and put it on YouTube. That would be a laugh. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Because um, yeah, no, we, we seem to get on, get on right with her sort of manager slash boyfriend slash coach, Thomas. So yeah. I'll, I'll get in touch about that. Uh, interview athletes at the Coffees of Hawaii Swim Up Coffee Bar. We'll definitely we'll, be, doing, yeah, we'll be that. doing that. One thing we were talking about before the show, we're going to be doing the uh, the at the airport. Yeah, we're going to be you know because we've got you guys to do the airport thing, mm-hmm. and we're committed to it as well. And That's we're not right. going to talk about what we're going to wear, but it's going to be a nice surprise for you guys. And we're going to be looking flash at the airport. Are you going to be up, able to update the website when we're over there, or are we going to put everything on Athlinks? Probably I just might be able to do the website. We'll probably be putting most of our stuff up on Athlinks. Yeah, or yeah, yep, we probably will. Yep. Um, so there we go. Interview hot chicks. Do hill reps up YPO Valley? I'm not quite sure where that is. Oh, this one, Lance did. He, uh, yeah, there's an interview of Lance. I mean, there's a road of Lance. Jump off it? the cliffs at South Point. Mm, could try that. <laughs> Cycle to Hilo on the top of the mountain. I'm not going to I think, I think most people think we're pervs because <laughs> interview the hottest female athlete based on John and Bevan's discretion. But interview hot chicks. What's was, all this about? There was a good one on there. Uh, Saying who's the worst dressed person in the race, so we should need to take, take oh, notes on that. Nice. And who's the best dressed person in the okay, race? Okay, great. And we'll so give out some numbers. Like, yep. Nice. Name and shame. And, and we must say, um, we are, we can be known to give WTC a bit of shit, but they actually been great to deal with, haven't they? In this yep. regard, eh? Been great. They're doing really good, you know, communication with us in regards to the media and stuff. So, um, one yeah. other thing I want to do is, uh, I'm not sure what sort of access we get behind the line um, at the finish area. But I want to try to grab a quick few words for the first age group that comes across the line, oh. if we can, if he speaks English. It's going to be a freight train, but isn't it? Oh, not at that stage, because uh, you, you know the first age group will come and say eight forty-five-ish. Yeah, and then by that stage, most of the pro, uh, most of the top-tier pros will have come come through, so it'll be thinning out quite a bit. Do you think so they'll get us? We won't be that behind the finish line. I don't know. They might have a media area. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and also want to go to the medical tent at some stage during the day and talk to those guys. It's going to be a big day, isn't it? We're going to be tired. Yeah, poor us. Ourselves. Oh, poor us. We're probably going to be working harder than anyone else that day. And let's mention that to the winner when they cross the line. Love your work. Okay, let's chuck some music on. Here we go. Where's some music? Here we go. So if you want to, uh, if you oh. want to add any more, oh, that's right. Go uh, to Athlinks. Comments on there. Go to athlinks.com and uh, give us some more things to do. Okay, beautiful. Here we go. Age group of the week. Oh, my voice is killing me, John. It's killing me. Good old. Who sent it through? You see, that was my one error this week in my show notes preparation. Because I have to say, I looked at your show notes. I thought, shit, you're sharpening up, aren't you? <laughs> and then you, you've let yourself down. I, know, you? I don't know who sent this. They may have wanted to remain anonymous. That's why I haven't got it. Possibly. It's kind of like the person who sent me a birthday present, and I love the fact they sent me through some chocolate, which is beautiful, and uh, coffee beans with cinnamon and beautiful chocolate. It didn't put their name on the package. That's right. So I don't know who sent it through. So whoever did that for my birthday, thank you very much. Really appreciate it. Send me an email. Yeah. So then I can give you some love on the show. Okay, this person, we'll, we'll give him a name. What's a name you can give him, John? What's a funny name you've heard in your life? Jimmy. That's not a funny name. I had a mate called Jada. <laughs> you, just, you just led me into that. You wanted to tell your story. No, but Jimmy's not a funny name. I don't know. I, 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 was, I started thinking before you said funny. Okay. You said just give me a name. Well, Jimmy okay. what? What was Jada? Jada? Jada. Jada. I used to think that was pretty cool when I was a kid. Jada's nominated <laughs> Jamie, which wouldn't have worked with Jamie Jamie. It's Jamie Stewart from, or Sinclair I should say, from a rugby triathlon club. Jamie okay, is. Okay, I can't read. Oh, because you're blind. 
You guys get to see this in Kona. He walks around with a big... <laughs> okay. Auto cue. Uh, <laughs> Jamie is a converted footballer who took up triathlon and after one season did Ironman UK in 2007. He finished in 13 hours and 20 with a spike split of over seven hours. This year he has trained with a group of athletes a lot stronger than him and on every bike ride he has been dropped and ended up throwing his toys out of the pram. <laughs> I love that. This includes a training camp in the Alps where he was the first to give up on the climbs and questioned why he went up the hills only to come down them. He moaned like a girl all the way through the camp. However, he got his act together and stuck to the training plan in the run up to road and delivered a 5.26 on the bike leg five minutes quicker than he had and the others in the group who had previously ripped him for getting dropped. He finished in a 10.49 with a two and a half hour PB with a little more of the, uh, work off the run to go for a sub, or it's a bit more work on the run, he'll go sub 10. His nickname is also ASBO, is an antisocial behaviour order disorder. I mean order, sorry, because of his... Tourette's. Oh, Tourette's like swearing when he gets in a bad patch during training. A worthy contender for age group of the week. That's probably going to go right up there as one of the bigger PBs we've seen. And, yeah. And, uh, if, you, if you can beat a two and a half hour PB. Um, that's a pretty good effort, isn't it? That's a pretty good effort. In a short period of time too. Mm. Very solid. Do you know someone like that who likes to complain when they get dropped? Do you, do you hate being dropped? No, no it, doesn't bother, it doesn't bother me that much. Oh, so it depends on the pack you're riding yeah. with. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. If I'm riding with like if I'm riding with like you and some other similar, if I get dropped, it breaks my heart. Right. You know because and if I admittedly when Kona, I'm probably gonna feel like that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got we've got, we have this Tuesday. No go, no go. I want to hear it. <laughs> I can't say it. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> People listen to the show. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. So being dropped can be <laughs> can be bad. The worst thing is when you're really fit and you get dropped. Like if I go out riding with you and Kona, I'm gonna be dying. But I think I'll probably sit on your wheel, and and maybe if you really picked up your game, I wouldn't I'm, be able to. I'm not very fit either. So don't. Okay, worry well, that's good. So, um, but when you're when you're in your real peak and you kind of feel like you're the man, and you yeah. go on, you get dropped. It's Psychological warfare, oh, that's what it can be out there sometimes. It breaks your heart. Okay, so Jamie, Jamie Sinclair, you are our age, age group of the week. week. One, two, three, four, high five. Just one other thing on that, just just back and back there. Back if, it up, John, back it up. I wonder if everybody who lives in rugby has had to play rugby in there when they're at primary school. I, I think I think it should be a mandatory thing. Maybe the Poms would be better at rugby then. Maybe they would be. We're couturing over. Coming your way. All Blacks coming your way. Are they? Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Okay, this is from Chris Day. And he's saying, by the sounds of the podcast, you are both well. Well, I'm not. My voice isn't a good bit. But you're well, aren't you, John? This was back in May he sent this. So. Oh, well, I was really well then. <laughs> I'm doing some work on a superannuation body in Melbourne. Quite a change from Singapore in the ways, mainly in the weather. But leads me to the following questions or a possible high five. Training through winter. Number one. It's, if it's okay to rug up to go skiing, then it's okay to rug up and train outdoors. Use the same logic. Keep feet, hands, and ears warm. Hot baths to relax are okay too. Nice. Number two, use indoor trainers to your advantage. Treadmills and bike trainers allow for focus and specifics. 30 minutes overgear work can really be... Oh, wait a second. 30 minutes overgear work can really be that without any legal light. So basically, you don't have to stop. Also helps with the mental battle. Three or four hours an indoor train or a treadmill is like a mental, is a physical workout. Mm. Can't say I've done three hours on the... Uh, Hillary had, remember? Yeah. She, when I was talking to her last year or a few years ago when we were in Rote, she was saying how Brett got her on a treadmill. Run a marathon. Run a marathon. But the worst thing was she did it in a hallway, yeah. in a white hallway, and there was no air conditioning, so she's basically <laughs> steaming. Yeah, that's nut but, bar. Yeah, no, I can't say I've done that. But I would say, <clears throat> you know, if you're looking to improve your biking over, say, winter for the guys that are going into winter... 
you know, if you can, you can't obviously can't train Monday to Friday. Doing a couple of indoor training sessions, high intensity specific stuff, very good for you. Then if you can get out the weekends, great. Oh, I actually have. Yeah, I did two and a half hours <clears> on a treadmill once. Nice. Yeah, when I was leading up to a marathon, I couldn't be bothered doing a long run outside. Madness. Yeah, it was stupid. I should have done a long run outside. <laughs> yeah. Number three, podcasts for those indoor sessions. I am talk for the insight, accents, and humour. Paul Oakenfield, never heard of him. He's a, he's a DJ. Oakenfield, okay. Yep. Pod runner to keep up the tempo. Good. Experiment with or number four. Experiment with nutrition when indoors. A safe way to work on what works. Number yep. five, swim even when it's cold. Not all swims will be tropical. This is where the H TFU saying comes into play. Some pools are indoors, some are outdoors and heated. The guys in Wellington this year, Wellington's in New Zealand, um, they had to, uh, swimming with Ali, they had to swim outdoors in the middle of winter because the pool was closed. Oh, that's what it is, yeah. But they had a, uh, an outdoor heated pool during during winter and that, the, the guys were saying it was great, you know, you had to get in pretty quick and uh, yeah, you'd freeze, wouldn't you? you didn't want to stand around too much but once you were swimming... It You're was, warm, uh, it's just it the initial, initial jump in. Mm. But I suppose if it's heated, the water's not going to be cold. As you're saying, it's just going from the changing room yeah. to the water, isn't yeah. it? You'd be a bit of shrinkage, wouldn't you? <laughs> be a bit of shrinkage. <laughs> not a good time to get a down trail, eh? Not, not, yeah, and more incentive to get in the pool quickly. Yeah, that's right. Okay, number six, the final one, six. Vitamin C, chilli and garlic. Uh, keeps those colds at bay with lots of good fresh food. Personally, I find that a diet rich in good oils, some chilli and garlic works a treat for keeping my immune system strong. And onions. Yes, you like onions, do you? If you eat raw onions and garlic, it's very good for you, but obvious side effects, <laughs> which are not so good. <laughs> Especially if you're single and you're looking to not be single. So we're not single anymore, so, so and we're in that comfortable zone, eh? Not a problem. Because when I first started going with Joe, I'd never fart in front of her. I'd pretend like I had to go to the toilet. Gisborne is the most flatulent part of New Zealand. <laughs> heard that on the radio yesterday they did a survey how, on, how, how do you figure that out that's I what heard, I want to know no they did a, they were doing a survey on some irritable bowel syndrome problem remedy or something like that and they did a questions and it's just people lying because they said Gisborne was the most flatulent area Windy Wellington was was I think maybe fourth or fifth or yep. something like that in Auckland where everybody's pretentious and snobs Aucklanders uh, they, do, they, least, they don't fart at all <laughs> that was the least fl- farty place in New Zealand so imagine if you went for, like, for dinner with the Queen and she farted yep what would you do? You'd go, that's gold. <laughs> nice. I've taught Thomas how to do that. He goes, that's gold. And he goes, no deal. No deal. No deal. Oh, I love your work. He's got a question here. Are we doing long sleeves jerseys? Tell him about it, John. Well, Chris, you're a little slow off the mark there, <laughs> even though that was May. You well, should, have seen, it. You should have seen into the future, but we haven't, right. got, we haven't got an order in from Chris yet. So this week is the last week for long sleeve jerseys ordering. Go to imtalk.me. There's an order form on there, and there's a little sizing chart and... It's all there, isn't it, John? It's all there. You need to get onto it this week. Thoughts on Challenge Wanaka? Uh, we think it's a bloody beautiful race. If you get a chance to do it, highly recommend it. It's a beautiful course and, and a really beautiful spot in New Zealand. A well-run event. And it's one of those events where, although it's still a smallish event, oh, it's getting bigger, isn't it? Numbers are up this year again. Yeah, it, it's growing. But it, it, as an event, it's one of those events where it still has a big feel. You know, mm. a small town, big community gets behind it. And, you know, like, they just put mm. on a great party, eh? So, Good fun. I'm actually considering doing the half, so considering. A couple of people have said, have you been doing the half? And I said, well, he, he sometimes <laughs> talks before he thinks. So we'll see. Never, John. Never. 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 Okay, let's put some music on. Um, depends if I want to swim. Kona's going to be the, t- the teller for me, because I'm going to be back on the bike in Kona, mm-hmm. and we'll do a little, bit of, a little bit of swimming in Kona. Yep, probably and I'll, and I'll think to myself, yes, I want to do it, or no, I don't. 
Good decision. Wednesday, hey. Thursday, Friday, and Carnival Week, three swims. Is it really? Is that yeah. when we're going on the boat, is it? Uh, yep. When are we doing the group ride? Tuesday. Tuesday when we get there? Tuesday, probably about one o'clock, to be confirmed. Okay, because we need to get... Le- well, Actually, yeah. <laughs> we need to uh, 11, 12. Let's make it uh, two o'clock on Tuesday. Two o'clock on Tuesday. We are leaving. We are leaving from Digme Beach. From by the Palms here, we with a little Gatorade. What uh, we'll do is, is we'll put a link to it on um, Athlinks. Athlinks. But it'll be two o'clock, basically from down by the pier, where you get in get in the water there. By um, there's usually a little Gatorade um, little box there where where they hand out Gatorade in the morning. It won't be open, but we'll start from there. And the coffees of Hawaii served up when we finish. Uh, so uh, it'll, be two o'clock. it'll only be like a. 60, 75 minute ride and if you don't want to ride just come along and, uh, and it'll be casual way. it'll be, be cruisy you know just spin your legs around if you're doing the race we aren't going to be pushing you and then we will be at the swim on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at the boat? Uh, there or thereabouts yeah. but the, the boat goes out um, is out there at leaves at 6.45 each morning so it gets out there so if you're swimming at 7 we'll be out there so we'll either be on the boat or we'll be swimming ourselves or we'll be on the beach somewhere at that time each morning no it's good times John it's good mm-hmm. times and if you don't know what we look like you should have been on our website by now mm-hmm. we can't wear our <laughs> I Am Talk jerseys every day yeah, yeah. in hot conditions like no that. not at all alright here we go here's some music Website of the week. And good old John James Botel. Oh, lucky. Luckily, I thought you had missed it again. You obviously had, but you put it back in there, didn't you? No, you sent through several websites, so I had to cut part of the message out. That's what you did then, didn't you? Yeah. Okay, well, he sent through a website, and it's a it's a, it's a triathlon cycling club, the northeastcycling.com, which is, where's that, John? It's northeast... Uh, America, so it's not Northeast England, it's Northeast America. So some of the stuff on here. So they've got some really good content. They have a handbook discussing training, bike gearing, perspectives on weight, diet, having fun. And it's, a, it's basically a guy that profiles a lot of the hill climbs in his particular area. Sometimes compares them against uh, some of the the Tour de France and the Great here. Tour climbs. So if you're in that sort of Northwest area, it's great. But there's also a lot of other information on, on there as well. This is really good stuff, eh? Like, if your local cycling club had this kind of information, like, sure, it's one of those things you only read once or twice, but it's, it'd be cool to know, like, all the gradients of your local climbs and to know mm. all that kind of information. And it's, it's You've just talked yourself, it's not that hard, is it, Bevan? There you go, Bevan. You can do, why don't you do all the climbs in Christchurch? No, John, because I'm not a cycling club. Okay. I'm a podcaster. Okay. I talk. Okay. <laughs> But it is cool, isn't it? It's one of those things that a lot of people out there have just got the information anyway, and it's just a matter of putting it together and yeah, putting it, really it up is, there. Yeah. So it's good stuff. He's got yeah, he's got um, tips. He's got tips on bikes. He's got different rides. Uh, but then he's also got the the hill climb handbook, and it's just tricks on things you need to think about. And if you're new to cycling, this is really good stuff. Are eh? gearing in the hills and all that kind of information? Uh, and I think there's really some interesting stuff there in terms of pacing yourself up long climbs. If you haven't done proper alpine climbs you know where they're you know 15 to 20k long you do need to have a bit of a pacing strategy and i found that out the hard way thinking did you go too hard too early did you yeah thinking oh, i can get up this i'm going to attack from the bottom of the climb oh, i'm going to show them and you, i'm going to show them if you find out an hour later when you've still got like four four k to go at 10 percent gradient it's, it's not that much fun if you blow up going up a hill i uh did the what was it the, the vineyards up in nelson vineyards, yeah yeah and take a hill which is not that long it's about how long is that probably mm, 18 18k yeah yeah so 
I was, I was in like 10th place overall and I was, I was loving it. So, and I was like 6th overall, I was loving it. And so I got to the bottom of the hill and I thought, if I can get to the top of the hill, I'll probably get in like top five. And so I was like, yeah, got all excited, took off. And I'm a pretty good climber, so I thought yeah. I could, blown away. Blown away. Oh, broke my heart. Ended up coming 10th. Still got top 10, that's pretty epic. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, so it's a good website. For those who are new to cycling and you're really thinking about taking it to the, well, just basic information that's really going to help you figure out how to ride better, how to be a bit more safer, and how to work with packs and stuff. It's a really good website to check that information out. Northeastcycling.com. Am I, am I keeping you up in, at 6.30 in the morning, am I? You are. Oh, hill climbing calculator. I mean, I didn't have a quick look at that. Oh, I don't know where it is. Maybe it's that there. Estimator. Oh, there you go. Comparing. Oh, this is cool. They've got comparing to local, the local climbs with world-famous climbs. So he's got, he's got Alpe d'Huez graph there in terms of the vertical rise and in terms of the distance. Which one's that? And so you've got the Washington Auto Road, uh, which is actually steeper. Wow. And goes higher, not quite as long as Alpe d'Huez. So that's fairly, it's, it's interesting. Alpe d'Huez has got this um, reputation as being an incredibly difficult climb. So the one we did. No, no, but oh. it's, it's just that it's got so many switchbacks, so it's, it's really famous and it's been used so many times. But there are plenty of climbs out there that are t- tougher, such as... Long Gluru from La Vega, don't know where that is, and Whiteface Mountain. Is, well, I just thought uh, this one look how long it is. It's Paso. Oh, I've done that. Oh, uh, yeah. Paso del Stelvio, Stelvio Pass. We did that in Italy. Was that it good? Was a pretty, pretty cool climb. Is it going forever? Yeah, it was pretty long. Yeah, man, you're going over 6,000 feet. <clears throat> and um, very high. We went, I think it was about 2,500 metres. Um, so I guess that must be about 6,000 feet. Um, we climbed up there. When we got to the top, there was several metres of snow on the side of the road. Really? It was, uh, there was a, temp- a thermometer gauge up there that was, uh, and it was like about zero degrees. It was actually a few f- snow flutters coming through. And, so you just uh, turned around and went straight back down? Well, we, we, we were all so cold when we got to the top, we didn't actually go down. We all went down. There was only about three or four people. Mad, Madman Stephen Lord went down and Joe Carrot and a couple of others, but most of us just got in the, the vans. What we were supposed to do, it took us a long time to get to the bottom of this climb. We were supposed to go over the Stelvio and then down and then up. I think it was Gavier or um, one of the other big passes, but we got to the top and we'd already done like six or seven hours riding really? it's like, game, game over, over. And, uh, but everybody was stoked we went inside got a beer and gym uh, Swiss sausages and everything like that at the uh, top and it was, uh, it was pretty cool Madman's going to be in Kona? don't know oh, I don't know I would assume so let us know I'm not quite sure let us know okay then that's uh, our website website of, of the week. week beautiful Coach's Corner you want music? yes okay here we go what kind of music do you want? Do you want, do you want cinematic? Cinematic would be good, so oh, dramatic. Okay, okay, drama, here we go. Here's some drama. Coach's Corner. It's a beautiful thing, John. Okay, so... Okay, so what are we doing this week, John? What are we talking about? We're talking about... This perhaps, being a good swimmer. Well, it's perhaps about more, maybe a little bit of short-distance racing for the Kiwis and Aussies coming into season. Okay. It's more for the if you're at the front of the pack. So if you're, if you're an Ironman athlete um, and you're yeah, middle and to it, back of the pack... Yeah, there's always going to be someone to catch on to, isn't there? There is. But yeah. you've also got to take a different strategy as you're swimming. You know, you want to be putting out a pretty even pace. Sure, you go out... A little bit quicker, but it's generally a pretty even pace through. I'm liking what you're doing here, John. 
Maybe after you've done your series for beginners, you could have your series for the hardcore. You could do. Not that the beginners aren't hardcore, for the yeah. faster athletes. Faster athletes, yeah. yeah. Okay, John, so let's let's do the interview style. Open water swimming for the front of the pack athletes. What are we, what else are we thinking about before you actually get into the... Anything else? Uh, maybe well, what we're going to talk today is maybe a little bit more specific to, to short course racing and uh, being able to practice smacking it out and, and getting on the back of a pack and, and hanging on to it. Okay, well, one of the most important things when you're doing short course racing is getting with the pack. So what, what, if we're going to think about missing the pack, what do you want to do to make sure that's successful? Obviously, you've got to make sure your training plan in terms of your pull sessions is structured in the right way. So you're um, doing sets that are triathlon specific. You know, Often with uh, swimming sets, they're descending and you're getting faster as you go through the set. Really important that you have sets which... You go out hard and then you maybe slow down a little bit and then you pick it up again towards the end rather than, you know, you do all, all different sorts of speeds, but you need to practice going out hard. Being able to accelerate sessions. and also being able to accelerate back. Yeah, but also but, but, but doing that early in sessions. So not, you know, typically you might do a K warm-up or so if you're doing a 4K session. Um, sometimes just doing a really short warm-up and then really smacking it because that's what you'll do on the day. And then obviously the other side of that is making sure you're doing your open water sessions um, effective and that's what we'll go through in a moment. Okay, so when we talk about open water, what are some ideas we have? Um, That's what we want to go to, yeah? Yep, I think so. Um, <laughs> most of the time when people go open water swimming, a lot of the time... They um, just put along, don't they? Just get out there, yeah. you get into the water, and you just do a nice distance sort of session. Um, so most of the time when you do your open water swims, or at least every second time, is you basically want to simulate what you're going to do on, on race day. So you'll do uh, a very short warm-up. It'll basically do what you do on race day. If you go out for a little bit of a jog before you do a race, um, go do that, then do whatever swim warm-up you do, and then get, in, get into smacking it, and we'll go into a couple of um, set ideas there. So don't always just get in there and just just, just do a cruising open water swim. And, and, and you'd want to plan some time with your mates, eh? get your mates together so you can actually practice the swim start. Eh? The more the better. Um, and yeah. uh, the key thing is, is to communicate what you're going to do with the session. So you, know, you need to practice draft. Thing. You need to practice mixing it up and smacking each other around a bit because, again, that's what you do in races. Especially in different water conditions as well. Like swimming yeah. in the sea, drafting is a lot harder than in the lake. So. Totally. Um, but you need to have agreement. You need to know from each other that, yeah, I'm going to try and swim over the top of you yep. and uh, and I'm going to try to get to that boy the first you know, third, in first position. Yep. So, so mix it up. And as long as everybody's on the same page, you won't get too much aggro. But if you don't talk about it before the session... People can get a little agitated, saying, "You know, little little Jimmy, no, Jimmy. but he smacked me in the chops, and that wasn't part of the plan." But if, you, if you've got an agreement on it, it shouldn't shouldn't be um, shouldn't be too much. But you wouldn't do your punching people thing, would you? No, not not necessarily, not intentionally. I would never do that, Ben. Oh, okay. um, <clears throat> one but you I, have. One thing I, li- I, I I like to to do with some athletes, and you can do this in the pool as well as being out in, in the open water, is when you're going, you know, so, say you've got a you've, you said a little triangle course, yep. um, each section you do you want to basically end up on the opposite side of the group that you started so say for example you start on the left hand side say there's five of you yep. by the time you get to the the, the the turning point you want to be on the right side so that means you've got to somehow get across all the oh, other people okay. so and, and everyone's trying to go the opposite way so oh, sorry, you, don't have to do it. Yeah, you don't have to do it straight away but by the time you get to the turning point you've got to be so what's the point position. of that just to be able to work within groups and to yeah, maneuver just yourself to practice and... your crossing and it also um, helps the people that you're actually swimming over the top of to actually deal with getting smacked around a little bit so, so just a little exercise okay, so, so missing the peck at the start what about do you go on to later on about catching up to the peck if it, you're getting dropped uh, I don't but that's a difficult difficult scenario but we can we can, we can talk about this well, so yeah so like, like you know like in triathlon it's not so bad or Ironman it's not so bad because you can often 
people coming through and sometimes the fastest swimmers, especially if you start, you know, right at the front of the pack. But in, in a short course race, if you're starting to drop the pack, what do you do? Just hammer on. Just hammer with all you've, with all you've got, basically. Yeah. There's not usually going to be many people coming through in a short course race at that stage, unless it's a really big one. But you've got to do everything within your, your powers to, to stay on the back of that pack um, in a short course race, especially, obviously, if it's a drafting race. And I think the other thing as well is if you're at the back of the pack, you're going to become really good at becoming seeing what's happening in front of you because if the person in front of you starts to drop off the back, you need to be able to get mm. around them really quickly. Mm. So becoming aware of the well, group. One of the points that I'll make um, in a moment is you've got to be really conscious that if you are at the back of the pack, um, towards the end of the swim, you need to make sure you move up through the pack a little bit. You, you never want to be last wheel. It's like biking. If you're last yeah, wheel, man, it's, game over. It's, it's real trouble. And if you make any small slip up, um, you're, you're in a spot of bother. So if you are at the back of the pack, as, you, as you're in that final stretch towards the, the finish, the pace often may slow down or it may increase slightly, but you want to make sure you move up a couple of places. Um, that just gives you that slight margin of error if you ball something up slightly in transition as well nice. um, so, so talk about so that. you've got some examples of some workouts they can do okay so a few sessions to try um, and again you know if you practice what you're doing in racing more often you'll probably do it better on the day yeah uh, so we talked about doing you know, a short warm-up because in most race situations you're only going to be able to do a short warm-up um, so generally you know a couple of hundred meters whatever you normally do um, and as I said Go, if you'd normally go for a run before a race, go and do that before before the session, just so you can you need to simulate. So a few sessions. Um, first one is stand still for a little bit once you've done your um, warm-up or just stand around having a bit of a chat and explain what you're going to do for the session because, again, that's what's going to happen on race day. You're not going to go straight from your warm-up into the race. You are going to be stuck on the start line for a while. And then I'll be keeping you up. Sorry, Bevan, I know how interesting you find swimming. <laughs> And then basically set out a little course, which is maybe around about three minutes long, and then do three to five repetitions, basically race simulations. So you you know you you basically going going going, going. going hard, yep. very hard, and ideally doing a, a you know you've got a couple of boats to turn around or some swim boys. So you're doing either a box or triathlon course, triathlon or short course type of race. I've never done a lot, so. How long does the, the top speed last for at the start? Because it's obviously anaerobic, so it's not going to go for ages. Usually to the first swim boy. Um, really? Yeah, so that's, you know, typically that's going to be... So if you get to the first swim boy with the pack, you, you know it's going to slow down. Generally, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, to give you an example, I did, uh, say, the Timaru Olympic distance race, and... Yeah. Um, I got fourth here. Did you? I got, where did I get this year? You got fourth as well. I did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, this year, you know, there were some guys there that were, much, were better swimmers than me, it was a box course, uh, two laps, so I guess the first turn point was about three or 400 metres. Rosie was there, a couple of other reasonable swimmers, and I knew, well, I didn't know, but I figured if I can just hang on to that first boy, right. um, I did, and then I didn't actually follow my rules quite quite to the end. Well, I, I tried to, but I dropped off towards the end. I was just absolutely gone for all money. Really? But anyway, once you generally, once you get to that first turning point, the pace is going to slow down quite a bit. Some of the guys that are top, top swimmers, they may use that as a tactical point as yeah. well. They may really bust off the front yep. but the main front pack is generally going to slow down when you get to that first boy great okay so so it's first set is to do three to five times um, around about three minutes basically smacking it having a good rest in between each one uh and then a, a second way of doing that is to set out a similar sort of course maybe slightly longer say three or four hundred meters and doing three reps of that and making that a bit more pace variation which bevan talked about before so first one really smack it out smack it out Second rep, maybe just slow it down a little bit to say a moderately hard effort. And third rep, then try to pick it up a little bit more again. Yep. So again, having a, having a bit of a rest between each one. And when I talk a bit of rest, maybe um, one to two minutes and then get straight into it again. Okay. 
third session, basically doing a straight time trial um, or straight race simulation. So it's just getting in and doing 1,500 metres? Yep. Game on? Yep, game on. Do your normal warm-up, but get in there and basically have, have a swim race amongst... Um, so you would do... Are these different days or you'd do yeah. this whole thing? No, you wouldn't do it all on one day. I was going to say because it's a mammoth training <laughs> session. Yeah, no, these are different <laughs> options to do. And uh, it's fine to go out there and do your long-distance, cruisy, open-water swim. But have this as a part of it. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or do that after the set, after you've done your main set. Yeah. Um, or alternate weeks to one week distance, one week um, triathlon specific. Uh, a third option is um, to do some real max efforts. Uh, so maybe doing say six times one minute, where you basically going for gold. straight line out to out to sea, um, either one minute or a set number of strokes or fifty, hundred meters, whatever. But basically, <clears throat> gun it straight out as as a group, ideally, and then cruise back into shore, and that's your recovery, and then and then do that again. Nice. One thing a lot of people don't practice is uh, mixing up the different sort of swim starts you can have. So you want like a deep water or something like that. Try doing yeah. some some of these deep water, or from the sand or something, from ankle depth, from knee depth. Um, and another variation that you really need to practice is um, doing your in and outs. So sometimes swim out off offshore, say one or two minutes offshore, and basically repeat some of those sets that I've discussed where you swim into shore, you get out, maybe just have a little bag or a bottle you got to run around, and then back in. That's probably the most difficult part of a triathlon. Because it's short getting up swim. and down, isn't it? Oh, yeah. your breathing gets thrown out. So again, practice that, practice your dolphin diving. So that's a few examples of um, some sessions. But as I said, practice some deep water starts, um, ankle depth starts. Lying flat in the water? Like lying flat in the water. One other thing... Um, if you haven't got any mates to swim with or anything like that, get a buddy in there. Look at do a search on for Cliff Bar. Um, oh, yeah, and, it's and get, get somebody to kayak next to you and just whack you with a paddle, and uh, and that can it's be your ad, that eh? can be your simulation. Uh, you've got to be very aggressive in the first ten strokes. Yeah, so that's critical. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very aggressive. Very. But, but this is Let a, the air grow out. Especially important with um, with deep water starts is so often I see people starting and they're either vertical in the water um, or they're a little bit horizontal and they're basically looking straight ahead. You want to have your body as horizontal as you possibly can. The easiest way to do that is to be lying on your side a little bit with your head one ear down in the water and just looking to one side. So, for example, that's the best thing. To to do at Ironman New Zealand because they've got the starting lights off to your left when, yeah. you, when you're lining so you up see. on the shore so you can see it your ass is up higher in the water and you're not having to force yourself to get flat quite as much so yep. key is um, lying on your side not looking straight ahead looking to the side be flat in the water the first 10 to 20 strokes are the most critical um, to really get your speed up high and then you've got to just calm it down a you've little got, bit yeah, it could be a good thing if you're next to a, a good or a bad thing if you know there's a fast woman next to you yeah so the, the advantage of that if it's a relatively small field I'd say it's a really good idea to be behind somebody who knows fast who you can, or faster than you who's not going to blow you out of the water well yeah. even if they blow you out if, if, if you're going to be say within a minute of them out of the swim, and they're gonna—they're you know—they're quite a bit better than you. They can give you a good lift off the start line. So I think in small races, it's really good to follow those fast swimmers um, from from the gun and try to hang on, and they can give you that sort of lift off the line. Um, What's the bad thing? The bad thing is if you're going to a bigger race, say an Ironman race, everybody's going to try to follow the, the shortest line and the fast swimmers. So yep. it is going to be quite Aggressive, a lot rougher. Yeah. So you've just got to weigh that up a little bit. And, and it's personal preference as well. I never minded. The beating up, you know, yeah, I didn't mind a bit of ego. Yeah, okay, other important things to think about, John. Um, 
This is something I hardly ever see people do, and that's getting out of the uh, in training sessions, getting out of the water fast, and trying to rip your wetsuit off. So yep. you pretty much should practice that every single time you do an open water swim, running out of the water, ripping it off. Um, other important points we talked about before: fighting to stay on the feet. As I said, if you can get to that first boy on a set of feet that are fast, they're generally yeah. going to slow down, and you'll, you should be able to hang on from that point on. Yep. Um, the last quarter of the swim is critical. Um, you just just try to, as I said, move through the pack a little bit, and just so you're not last wheel. And and that was about it. I just thought I did have one other point that I was just well, going to say. You deleted it. Okay. Yeah. Um, transitions are obviously very important for short course racing. Nice. Probably just winged that one, didn't you? I did. But you did well. That's good work, John. Good. And you made made up time. You're worried about time. I was worried about time. We're gonna, did, we oh. thought we we're gonna have to pad a little bit there. Questions and answers. And good old John sent through this one, and he's like, "I'm asking a few questions and the questions and answers." Where's the H, John? Oh, do you don't do you don't like Joey, just John? You need, you need the H. Oh, isn't that short? How's Jonathan? Could be short for Jonathan, yeah, which um, is acceptable. You, you're allowed that? Yeah. Okay, that's good. Uh, where is this question? Basically, I was going to ask this question and questions and answers, but uh, as I sense that you are struggling for discussion subjects, maybe it would be a good discussion of the week. Well, we've decided not to. We've decided not to. Question. Uh, that way I benefit from everyone else's thoughts as well as your advice. Well, you're not getting that, sorry. Um, I may be doing my first Ironman next year, and my aim is to complete it just as comfortably as possible. When I ran my first marathon, someone told me that I could build up to a comp- complete five 20-mile runs then I'd have enough endurance to complete a marathon. I know that's a pretty rough rule of thumb, but I think it's not a bad target. The discussion is this. What workouts do you think that I need to build up to to complete, um, comfortably finish my first Ironman? Background, I'm pretty slow, but I'll be in fourth year of the John Newsom three-year plan. This year I finished a half my um, Ironman just under seven hours. Well... I think the key thing for you, and we go over most of the key workouts in our in our series. This is where I was impressed with your work this week, John, because people email me and they say, oh, that series John done is really great. What shows are it? And I go, I don't know. Check it out. No this is the, and you uh, went and did it. I did. This, so this is a series we did on, on First Timers, which we've still got a couple of episodes to go on. Yep. Um, so I'd suggest you just go back and listen to those, and that really goes through the key workouts um, for swimming, biking, and running. Um, so and what, episode 127 was the swim, sort of, was it? No, that was sort of the intro. Okay, 134 was the swim, 152 was the bike, 158 was the run, and nutrition was 177, which was just a couple of shows ago, wasn't That's it? That's right. Yeah. So I think what you've outlined there in terms of your rule of thumb for running is, is good. Um, people can get really carried away with doing too much running. So you've mentioned doing five... 20 mile or 32k runs as you build up for a marathon and that's pretty much bang on uh, is it a little bit too much uh, I suppose it, if you could it, do that you know like it, it depends on how fast you, you're running so for us you know going and doing a 32k run um, five times yeah if, if you're doing a 20, 20 week 20 week but for us so running 32k is probably only going to be say 2.15 two yeah, 220 so that's a standard long run for us for somebody who's a back of the packer that could be you know um, you know Four hour run, maybe. Yeah, four so five. I would say that's um, it is too long in that that sort of situation. But mm. basically, you want to be building up to you know for a marathon, say doing a three hour run. So you know fr- frequency is always gonna gonna win over doing some really really uh, long stuff. He's kind of asking, you know, you should be able to swim three k, you should be able to bike one hundred and seventy k's, and you should be able to run maybe thirty two k. 
are there rules like that? Um, yeah, I mean, you need, you need to be able to, in your, in your build-up, you need to have been able to comfortably swim, you know, 4K, yep. as I said, you know, four or five times in the build-up as a minimum. For swimming, I'd say that's the absolute minimum. For biking, you know, you need to have ridden 100, uh, do you get that wax? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. good. Um, <laughs> you need to have been able to bike uh, 180K, you know, several times in your build-up. And with the running, I'd say you don't need to do, run. Do you really? You, have to, you reckon you should bike 180? I think you should. Yep. No, you don't absolutely have to, yeah. but I would say you definitely you should do that several times in your build up. I don't think you need to run 42k several times in your runs. I think you need so, to build up your so long about run. two and a half hours to three hours. Three hours, yeah, depending depending how fast you are. yeah. But I would say you know for for the more elite guys, I would say um, doing a couple of three hour runs is, is plenty. Um, and for the for the guys that are going to be slightly slower back into the pack, I think those half Ironman simulations are going to be the critical ones. Of the podcast, kids. Oh, hold on. Oh. One other thing I was just going to add in here is um, you mentioned you know you're, you're at the the slower end of the race at, at seven hour mark. Um, I'd really say for people who are bigger and if they're slower, one of the critical things you can do when you're starting to build up for an Ironman is try to get your weight down, and that's probably going to be the biggest thing that's going to help you running and make your day a lot easier. Is to have yep. a really focused effort on on weight management and getting that down, as well as obviously the training involved. Great. Uh, good old Rachel Russell. I love the podcast. It keeps me entertained during runs. I'd love uh, any advice you can get from you or your listeners about Ironman training tips when we retire returning after having a baby. Who's that tennis player? Kim Clusters or something? Yep. Who won US, US Open? Open? Yeah. After Very solid. Yeah, it's amazing. My little boy is now 11 months old and I'm doing three or four training runs a week in, uh, between three to eight miles. I'd love to do an Ironman and wonder realistically how soon one could be done. Should I set a goal of one in 212? Oh, 2012. I'm 36, and so no spring chicken. Oh, 36. That's spring chicken. That's spring chickens, John. Yeah, John. That's that's so young. That's right. It's youthful. Anyway, Rachel, um, we mentioned this website last week, Ironmate.co.uk, and if you have a bit of a search through there, there was a section on um, train training after you've had a baby, and there was lots of good points on there. So I thought that guy had uh, the best some some good answers. Okay. So but there are several mate. considerations on there, and one is obviously uh, how old is your baby? I'm not sure. Bre- breastfeeding, you obviously if you're still breastfeeding, there's some implications there in terms of um, what your milk's doing. If you if you want to breastfeed straight after training, it's often uh, the, I think it's the acidity maybe of your there's milk. So many more factors to consider, eh? You've yeah. obviously got how strong your pelvic floor is, and that is a, a, a real issue in terms of uh, running. Yep. And uh, it's not, it is an issue that you probably experience. Yeah. Uh, and there's, there's quite a few other things going on. So if you go to ironmate.co.uk, there was a couple of. Um, and, and, on there. and not to again talk about the social, but you know, you've got a baby, like how much time do you want to commit to training mm. during this period of you know, your baby's life where you need to be around a lot more? Exactly. Maybe an Ironman isn't one of those things you want to do in the next two or three years. Maybe it's a, more of a five to ten year plan. That's right. You know, because kids. Our commitment out there, John. That's You're right. figuring it out right That's now, right. aren't you? Yep. Yeah. A little bit tired. We got a bit of shit about one of our discussions last week. Do you want to talk about that? No. You don't. We'll, we'll do that and then later. <laughs> you know, uh, I haven't. I haven't got through all my emails this week. Okay. Well, because we got a bit of shit, but it was deserved. So. Oh well. <laughs> you want to talk about it later? Yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll talk about it later. Okay. Sponsors. Coffeesofhawaii.com. We talked about this last week. Oh, we John. Have a deal of the century. If you here. want coffee. If you're going to go over there, or not if you're going to go over there, if you want some coffee, <clears throat> we've got a special deal on there. Basically, you'll get, uh, put in the, coma, the promo code FREE at the checkout, yep. and it will give you a discount of 20% and give you free oh. shipping if the discounted total is over 
fifty dollars. So you need to basically spend um, more than fifty dollars. You get twenty percent off. 60, you get free shipping. Sixty-five dollars, I guess. Uh, Sixty-five dollars or, or or so. Um, put in the code free. You get twenty percent off, and then you will get shipping for free. This is a special build, building up to Kona. Uh, uh, just do it. Just do it. And you know what? Now's the time to get the Christmas presents. That's right. Because I often talk about this, don't I? But I, I think now is the time with the free shipping internationally. Yeah, it's a no If brainer. you're in New Zealand, now is especially the time with the New Zealand dollar the way it is. It's a good time for us to be going to America, isn't it? It is a good time for us to be going to America. Yeah, we're loving it. Damn New Zealand dollar. But, <laughs> but anyway, as long as it stays high for a couple more weeks, and we'll be happy. plummets. And plummets, <laughs> a bloody crash or something like that. It'll be great. So get on there. Uh, you know, obviously, support. it's a good product. We, we endorse the product because it's a good product. Um, the company supports triathlon oh, they, and they try. support the show so by you guys supporting coffees of why they'll keep supporting us and this deal is going to be going through to the 10th of october now remember so we're going to be on the boat for three days yep what days are those so we're, we're we're getting there tuesday morning so we won't be out there tuesday but wednesday thursday friday the boat goes out at 6 45 each morning i believe um most people are generally going to be swimming at around about seven o'clock because they have the, the Gatorade tent and stuff is there yep. as well. Um, so we'll be there or there about seven o'clock each morning. If you go to athlinks.com, we'll give you exact details on what we're going to do once we've got our sort of plan in place. Yep. But we'll, I plan to be swimming each morning um, at seven o'clock, probably going out to the boat. I won't swim the whole course every morning. But, um, no. Are you going to swim the whole course at all? Uh, Maybe, maybe I'm not sure. I haven't oh, thought about it. Nice. I'll cumulatively definitely swim the whole course. Oh, really? This is yeah. swim and bike camp. I'm not too concerned about the running. Swim, bike camp. Oh, really? I love yeah. the way you've turned this into a camp. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and we need to be doing a show. No, no need for that. <laughs> Have you arranged a prize yet? Yes. Oh, really? Well, I've arranged a series of prizes. So there's going to be some goodies from um, Blue Seventy. Good. Uh, there's going to be some stuff from Alvin Connor. Nice. So the deodorant sort of stuff. Um, there's going to be, I think Albert said, maybe a one pound um, of espresso. Nice. Which is what they'll be serving up in Kona. Nice. Uh, tri-buys are going to be getting something that's just got to be confirmed. There's some pretty good prizes there. Nice. Go tri-buys. And out of try, uh, I think we've got a hoodie, a long sleeve, and a T-shirt maybe. So we've got, we have a number of smaller prizes. Um, that's a plan. Okay, so, so there'll be at least five. So or six you donated dollars. over last year. We've got your name down here. Um, it's all good. We're going to be basically. When will we do that? When we're in Kona or something? I think we'll do it. When we're in Maybe Kona. we'll do the prize draw on the boat. Put names in a hat. Yeah. You don't know how you do. Are you going to take them out there? Well, to give it to Albert the night before. Okay. So good. I'm not going to swim out with paper in my hand. We could just do it on the shore. It'd be a little No, easier. because it's a bit more exciting. Okay. You can put photos and they can put it on their blog. And okay, so the, the prize draw is going to be made over there. And uh, if you want to keep donating to the show, it helps us out. You go to imtalk.com, the, uh, dot me. Dot me. Dot me. If you get in for the next couple of days, you'll get in the draw. Yep. You get and a, you get your nickname. Get a nickname. There's a little PayPal button down there. It's pretty straightforward. Well, John... Tribuys are giving some donations, which we love Tribuys, but it's also a great time to go there because they've got... The clearance sale. The clearance sale. There's always good deals on the clearance sale. Wow, look at that, those shoes. But Louis Garneau. I've got those ones. Shoes. Did nice. you end up getting those ones? Yep. You did? Yep. Yep. Good. They're great. <laughs> yep. They've got uh, wetsuits on there. They've got a... Shit, they are cheap, John. Language Bevan. Oh, sorry, John. But Sorry, Dad. But... <laughs> Those are cheap, $139. Okay, so if we're in New Zealand right now, you keep talking, John. You, you do point... Yeah, okay. What is the exchange rate? It must be about 0.71, I think. So it if it's 139 that's under $200. You're paying 350 for New Zealand, those in New Zealand. What's that thing that's popped up? Oh, so it's available. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's a good deal. That's, that's the deal of the century. 
Yep. You're so saving 150 bucks, actually more than that, $155. Nice. So there's just some great end of season stuff there that obviously um, trying to get rid of. A lot of things are low in quantity, so it's going to be, um, you know, depending sizing on may not sizing may work, not yeah. suitable. But they've got the clearance sale. They've got another um, the summer heat sale on as well. So you just need to get on there. You spend over 200 bucks in the, if you live in the States, free shipping, over 500 Look, a wetsuit, over $200 off. Nice. 250 bucks off. Nice. Man. There's only four available though. It's a low inventory low inventory item. Yep. So you no love pro- your maths, don't you? I do. I am. I am a bit of a geek like that. Like I love. Yeah. I do my weekly finances. Yeah. I've got a budget and everything, and I sit yeah. and it's quite my happy place to be honest. Good. If I wasn't a fitness professional, I could be an accountant. Right. Yeah. I do. I like sitting down and making all these graphs oh, and sheets. Yeah. 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 Spreadsheets. You do that too, but don't you? I do a few spreadsheets. Yeah. So you like your spreadsheets. You're quite good with your spreadsheets, I must say. <laughs> I remember when, when you were coaching, you sent me through my coaching spreadsheet. Oh, yeah. He knows, yeah. He knows the and stuff. Totals and tab. Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. good. It's good. So trybuys.com for all your. Just Super, everything. Everything. If you're going to buy anything, go make it your first stop. Check it out and then check out competition if you want to, but you'll be just wasting your time. So athlinks.com, so you need to get on here. Uh, we're going to be keeping athlinks updated with what we're doing in Kona. We'll be putting some pictures up there. We'll be putting uh, what where we're going to be. So what you need to do, uh, we'll be sending out emails through our group, so make sure you sign up to our group. I think we're up to... <clears throat> we're up to third in the rankings in the Expo. Nice, nice. Um, so we've got a few more people joining up there. But we want to get that number well over a, you know, well over a thousand, well over two. We will be doing videos, and and we'll we'll be chucking them on YouTube, but we'll probably link them through Athlinks. So yep. if you want to watch our videos, go to the I Am Talk Athlinks page, and there'll be videos. And we're going to try. I'm going to try to do some videos every day. Maybe, probably not interviews. Interviews will be on the show, yep. but just kind of funny stuff that John and I will do, and just keep it nice and short and kind of interesting. Yep. Because we're comedians at heart, aren't we, John? Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's going to be fun, fun, fun. That's right. <laughs> One of the challenges I saw somebody put down there was uh, to do, um, we've got to do the, the challenge on the plane to see how many meals we can get. Oh, okay. I'm game for that. I'm not going to go bananas and go for five or six meals, but okay, the minimum standard is to get two meals. I might have an advantage. you know why, John? Why? Because I know lots of bloody the people who work in the air. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, because they all come to the gym. Right. So I often get free meals just to go, oh, Beth, how you going? I'm like, yeah, hey, how you doing? I'll go, give me three, give him none. Have we chosen our seats? I think we have. Yeah, because we've got the, the exit aisle. Okay. So we've got more leg room. Nice. Yeah, we did good. We did good. Right. You did good. I'm, I'm going to be so disappointed with myself if I don't get two meals at each sitting. Okay, that's the challenge. Are we going to do the stretch at the front? What? <laughs> Remember one time we took that getting up and doing a stretch yeah. at the front in front of everybody. So like you're going up to where the toilet aisle is. That's, that's another challenge. Oh, hopefully you do that. You've got to get up and you've got to do like five, you know, quite obvious stretch poses. Yeah. Okay. Down dog. Maybe what we could do is we could go to both sides okay. and do that. Do a stretch class. Yeah. <laughs> do some yoga. So anyway, um, we, we just uh, diverted there from athlinks.com. Um, we're going to have Troy on there, and I have been mentioning this for a couple of weeks. He was going to come on today, but I've got a whole new series of updates. Are they in Kona? Don't think so. Okay, so um, there's going to be a series of updates on on Athlinks, um, new things happening, a lot more in- interactivity. So, and one thing is, that. you know, a lot of people got into Twitter recently. Um, if you've got your Twitter things, you can actually link that to your Athlinks, nice. which is really cool. So, you can have a way to connect with your community. So, Athlinks are just doing great work and keeping innovation keeping coming. By Tuesdays, it is the last week for those. We've got a few. Uh, we've got a few orders. We'd like to have a few more. So we've got the long sleeve sort of uh, lightweight option, or the long sleeve winter option. Go to imtalk.me. Order forms are on there. But this is the last week. I'll be putting in the order the day before we leave for Kona. Okay, so Monday New Zealand time next week, which was well, Monday. Sunday's really the cut off day. I'll oh. be putting the order in on Monday. Okay, so twenty. No, no, it'll be the fourth of October. Yes. Okay.
is times. cut off. New Zealand times. So don't, don't give us an email on Monday saying, oh, Sunday here. That's right. Because that happens sometimes, John. It's not happening. Okay, John, what else? Anything else? Uh, did you know... No, I didn't. Statistically, triathlon is the fastest growing sport in New Zealand. Oh, yeah, that's a crap. Yeah, <laughs> but it is growing. But statistically speaking, this is done by AC Nielsen. Oh, must be true. <laughs> so we had the triathlon New Zealand AGM, and, and they, I think they brought that stat out the last few years in a row. Because the problem is, like with golf, you've got so many players, so it's impossible to. Because golf is the biggest, and then touch rugby are the biggest sports out there. Really? Yeah, oh, I don't know. I think the most participated sports in New Zealand. I would have thought. Um, Golf has the advantage that people can play it forever. I, I would have thought that like half marathons and, and those sort of things would have been, um, maybe it's not the fastest growing, but I would have thought that's pretty, yeah, big, pretty, big, pretty yeah. big participation. You know? A lot of people would do, say, one running race in year, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. it's true. But touch, you go down to like touch. a rugby field, yeah, touch is huge in New yeah, Zealand. but I guess golf is, I mean, technically I don't play golf. I play maybe once a year, but I suppose... Do you like golf? Yeah, I do. Are you so, any good? Uh Okay, I can get the odd. If I get a birdie, I'm stoked. If I get a birdie and a couple of pars on a round, I'm, I'm pretty happy. Yeah. But then I'll get a, a 10. Yeah. So my, my overall score is pretty woeful. What yeah. about you? I'm, I'm, I'm average. Average. Actually, below average. Right. Yeah, I'm just really bad at golf. You it, dri- really, it breaks my heart. See, I drive for show and I'm okay with my drive. Oh. But when it comes to putting for dough. Oh, see, I can putt. I can't. But it takes me like 10 shots to get to the green. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what else has been happening, John? Uh. And I saw Bevan on Saturday. Went out for my. I had a bit of a epiphany. I went out for a. Oh, yeah. What was all that about? I went for a night. A lot, I had to do, try to fit in a, a ride, family time, and everything at the weekend. It was a bit of a bit of a juggling act. So what did you do? You got so up at five in the morning. Ended up doing long bays um, at five fifteen on Saturday morning. It was pitch dark when I started. Got was there anyone else riding? No, did not see anyone else riding. Well, at, the, at the end, I saw a couple of people, but um, did not see a car for the first hour and a half of riding. Wow. The sun was coming up. Beautiful morning. It, was it is nice when you're riding at that time of day. Forecast to be pissing down in the rain. Got up. I was going to go for a run. Thought, hello moon, hello stars. Hello moon I'm and stars. I'm out there. I'm with you. So that was a good time. So I was quite happy with that. Nice. Other than that. Solid ride? Just a steady long base ride. I was going to get some riding in before Kona. I had having the time. Yeah, but no. you still do your spin and stuff. You'll be fine. Well, yeah, I think I will be all right. Yes. It's not like I'm going to be smacking it. I'm just riding if I, if I lace the smack down on you. <laughs> I know I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, uh, this time, next, what is time? It's 8 o'clock, so we'll, we'll be jumping on the plane. We're one minute away from takeoff this time That's next right. week. We are too. We must say, we must say thanks, you know, like, to you guys out there, you know, like, you know, John said to me last year, oh, we should see if people would be willing to donate, and, I, and admittedly, I was a bit sceptical, I thought, yeah, we'll give it a go, but I thought, this is probably not going to happen, and the support you guys have shown, it's just pretty special, and, and you know, like, it's... Like I am talk to John Nye, it's a pretty cool thing that we do and, and the fact that you guys are a part of that it's really amazing. But to actually support us in this way really means a lot and you know, we're really gonna do our best to do some great shows over in Kona and we've actually got some pretty cool interviews lined up, so we're not gonna name names yet, but I think you guys all like what we've done. So some big kahunas coming on the yeah, show. Yeah, hey, they've heard of I Am Talk, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so so that's kinda cool. Yeah, you've got your pack, you're starting packing. Are you an early packer? And I've got a wedding this weekend, so Ooh. I'm away Friday, Saturday, Sunday, so Oh that's good. Where's the wedding? Clean uh, Akara. Oh, you're away for three days for a wedding. Oh, it's if you're going away with family, it's one night just doesn't cut the mustard. Oh, it's just to too, too, too much work to uh, go away for one day. Oh, nice. So got to clean the bike when you get back on Sunday and pack on Monday, leave on Tuesday. Mm, it's on. 
Mm. It's on, John. It's that on like Donkey Kong. That's have you got you a bike say. box to put your bike into? I have, actually. A lady at the gym comes to the gym and she's got a bike box. I said, can I borrow your bike box yesterday? Nice. I'm pretty organised, I think. I've got my passport organised. What else do you need? You almost don't need your tickets these days, do you? You just sort of go along with your credit card and ID. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't need tickets. I think I've got everything I need. So we won't be doing a show. Well, we may do a show on Tuesday next week en route because we're leaving our flight leaves at 8 o'clock in the morning. It may not come out Tuesday. It may come out Wednesday. Mm, yeah. We've got a bit of a transit in Auckland and uh, we'll get something out. And then once we're over there, we'll be putting something up each day. Just probably one show a day, but it'll be, it know, be long, several, several interviews. On, yeah, and on then happening. on race day, we're still in negotiation about what we're going to do on race day, but WTC are trying to be accommodating, and you can kind of understand they've got their live coverage they want to protect, which is perfectly yep. fine. Um, so we'll try to be getting something We'll, we'll be creating content. We may not release it to the next day. That's right. Yep. We'll wait and see. And but then, hey, just don't watch the Iron Man on stage <laughs> and wait a day. Hey, you, you just don't, you know, you'll love it. And then the day after, hopefully we'll be able to get a few more interviews um, we're a little slow off the mark getting tickets for the banquet thing so we may have a few issues there oh really yeah oh. Um, but we'll see what we can do and then uh, on Monday let's we'll see let's see well, it's probably not good for yeah, a relationship let's, with WTC let's, let's, let's don't say be jumpers so you know <laughs> did you do that when you were younger jump into sports events uh, really I, I, I'm, I'm a good boy Bevan I would, well, never, I would never do anything like tell that tell me about your schooling experience John no that's quite alright <laughs> Okay, oh, yeah. this next week's time, we're coming to you from Kona. Oh, bring it on! Iron Russ. I'm Indo. Train hard. Train smart. Kia, Kia kaha. kaha.